dead body holds a lot of secrets. Those can be the difference between guilt and innocence. So we need to be in control of them. There's not a lot of senators that are charged with manslaughter that go on to become president. Hello, and welcome to another micro-episode of The Substandard, brought to you by Wink Wine Club. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. Just a quick reminder that full episodes of The Substandard are available every Thursday at 11 a.m. Sonny, how are you? I'm great. JBL, how are you? Oh, good. good. Mm, mm, nothing? Yeah. No. Oh. <sighs> well, once again. We appear to be taping at the Free Beacon office. Studio 2A. Studio 2A. And uh, yes, uh, we were not told. Even in, even in studio, we were not told last week. No. By, he did not tell us late, that he was late out. Notice. That's okay. And uh, so, it's sadly, just, no JVL today. But you know what? We're going to do this micro anyway because we've got to keep this thing going. We and do it. We do it for the people. We do it for people. And you know what else? The dream shall never die. The dream. What What is well, dead hmm. shall never die. I was going to say the dream shall never die, which is which is uh, a famous line, as you know, Sonny, by uh, the late Senator Ted Kennedy. Oh, from his hey uh, speech in 1980. So speaking of which, speaking, um, of, speaking of Ted of Kennedy. Which, so you weren't there. Speaking of dying. Uh, yes. Speak, uh, last uh, Last Friday. Uh, the Washington Free Beacon had a little movie day. Yeah, so we had day. a half field day, trip. a field trip. Uh, you missed it, I did. but uh, we went. We all went to uh, to see the movie Chappaquiddick. Yeah, and uh, and it was and it was great. We had the whole movie theater to ourselves. I believe uh, Harrison, Aaron Harrison, uh, was sitting in a back row all alone with a giant tub of popcorn <clears throat> and making all sorts of noises throughout the a lot of scoffing. And ridiculing and mm-hmm. scorn. Yeah. Uh, He's not a quiet movie no, goer. No, and in, especially when the theater is all hours, and there was right. about eighteen of us there. Um, uh, it was you know laughing at appropriate moments, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of incredulity, shall we say? Uh, but I would say overall, I, I think everyone liked it. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the right word to use. Mm-hmm. What surprised me, Sonny, was. Uh, uh, the number of people, obviously some of our younger colleagues who are born in the mid-90s, shall mm-hmm. we say, um, who are only vaguely familiar mm-hmm. with Chappaquiddick. Mm-hmm. They didn't even know maybe what the name referred to. I mean, they knew what something happened to Ted Kennedy and this thing, but not all these gory details. Uh, and they were quite stunned by it. And especially, I'd say the female colleagues were rather disgusted by sort of the loyalty, the, yeah. the undying loyalty to Senator Ted yeah, Kennedy. Yeah. In all this, you you reviewed it. You like, yeah. Well, I, we should we should fill people in who Please. maybe do not know what Chappaquiddick is. So, oh. I, Chappaquiddick, uh, of course, is a movie about the uh, the incident in 1969 in which Ted Kennedy, drunk, uh, drove off a bridge in uh, just off Moth- Martha- Martha's 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 Vineyard, Vineyard. Uh, uh, and uh, into a kind of a shallow channel pond, whatever. And uh, he escaped from the car, which flipped over, and uh, the the woman who was with him, Mary Jo Kopechny, died. Uh, she yeah, died. Right. Now, there's some question as to how she died, if she drowned or if she suffocated. There's there's a reasonable uh, theory that she there was a pocket of air in the car. There, I mean, there was literally a pocket of air in the car. The question is, did she did she keep her head above above water and suffocate right, right. Uh, as opposed to drown? Now, the reason this matters is because Ted Kennedy did not report the crime. He uh, until ten hours. hours later. Till ten hours, he went. He went. He went back to his party. He got driven home to his hotel, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, once he once he was there, he basically went to sleep. 
And you know, there's there's some creative license here in the movie. We uh, don't know what we, we don't say. we don't know exactly what happened, but in the movie, uh, uh, Ted Teddy Teddy calls up uh, Joe Joe Kennedy, the evil scion of the Kennedy clan, played by the great bootlegger, and yeah. uh, played by the great Bruce Dern. Uh, and the the one thing that uh, Joe says on the phone to him is alibi. Yes. alibi. I mean, it's like it's literally something out of a horror movie. It's it's really you heard the whole theater. Yeah. By the way, they 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 they, they laughed in scorn yeah. at, at that moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the movie itself. Uh, so so the 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 movie the movie follows the events of of this basically a three or four day period where they're trying where the Kennedys are trying to figure out how to handle this situation. Um, and uh, I, I, I quite like the movie. It is it is it's a very interesting film insofar as it's kind of two different films put together. The the first is almost a a tragic story. It's a tragedy yeah. about a son who can't earn the love of his father, yeah. uh, who feels immense pressure to, you know, live up to various ideals and as a weak and callow individual and can't do it. Um, and the second part of the film is almost a comedy of errors. I mean, it's it's surprisingly yeah. funny. I don't know how you, the, you, the theater you, reacted well, to yeah, it. Again, there are a lot of you know sort of gasps and yeah. and groans and, and 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 laughs in a dark comedy sense. You talk about it in your review. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and you're right. It is it is this dark comedy of errors where you have this coterie of advisors from sort of the highest echelons of power, like Ted Sorensen mm-hmm. and Bob McNamara, yeah, yeah. Uh, et al. And they're all trying to do damage control over a DUI, possibly vehicular manslaughter yep. incident. And they're, you know, co- it's like this combined brain power. And yet still they can't get it straight. And, and I mean, the problem is that they're dealing here with the Fredo of the Kennedy clan, That's which exactly is like, right. this, is, this is this yeah. is how this is how he is portrayed in the film is I there's there's a line that's like, you know, um, Joe, Joe Jr. was the. Uh, was the charming or Joe Jr. was the the great one, yeah, or the, the hero, the hero. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. and then Jack was the charming mm-hmm. one, and Bobby was the brilliant yes, one, that's right. and I'm just you know I'm the idiot. Mm-hmm. I'm like right. I'm the one who nobody right. you know you know, you never expected much from me. And it's it is actually it is again it's like it's it's somewhat tragic but also somewhat comic. I mean it's like he's yeah. he's pathetic. He's a pathetic person. Could the uh, it, I found it rather I don't know if the word is courageous that this movie is coming out. I mean there was a time where you wouldn't dare go against yeah. You know this 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 great liberal political <laughs> yeah. dynasty, the Kennedy family, and, and Democrats would have, I think, you know, circled the wagons on, on on this cast. But I don't know. I mean, is it is is it just like it could only happen now that this yeah. movie can only come out now? Well, you know, I I'm I, I'm thinking about writing a piece, and maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't about how the. Uh, you, you know, there's this old joke that the only good conservative is, uh, is a dead conservative, yes. right? Yeah, you know, sure. that, that like, you know, now Barry Goldwater is held up as a, yeah. you know, a mm-hmm. founding mm-hmm. statesman, you know, mm-hmm. and he was literally called crazy, too crazy to oh, be yeah. president. Yeah. Uh, and then Reagan, of course, with yeah. like the tear on the Time magazine cover and how Obama so like Reagan, he's very Reagan-esque right, right. and, you know, and everybody hated Reagan. In fact, was, uh, I just overheard uh, earlier today, uh, MSNBC uh, commercial when there's a, uh, they use a quote from Reagan. Yeah. For an MSNBC yeah. commercial, yeah, yeah. So, so there's, so, but the flip side of this is the only 
The only bad Democrat is a dead Democrat. The only Democrat you can actually criticize right. is someone That's who good. is dead. And you can and and you and you very specifically the the media does this. They they use the dead Democrat as a way to show how the Democratic Party has progressed people, beyond that. But the Republicans has been tweeted. The Republicans are still so t- right. you know I, yeah. where's, there was a Jill Philip Filipovich yeah, piece right. that she was like you know the 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 Democrats have moved beyond this Kennedy mystique, what, but you what know this movie Republicans are still you know evil, right. they basically would drown women if they could. Yeah. And yeah. like I just like are you kidding me with this? I, it's actually it's actually hilarious. It's crazy. It's yeah. I mean it's funny, but yeah. Uh, yeah. but this is a uh, but I, this is this is kind of beside the point. The movie itself, uh, I I really enjoyed. I thought it was great. I loved I loved all of the. I love the cast. The cast is really well put together. This was Ed a Helms, small project, right? This was kind of a smallish, smallish yeah, smallish. smallish. Right? Uh, I mean, I, you know, Jason Clark isn't a huge star, but he's a guy you recognize. He's in Zero Dark Thirty. He was he's in great. Terminator Genesis. He's been a, in a in a bunch of movies, um, and he he's an Australian, which I don't think most people. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you felt about his Ted his Kennedy's accent. accent. It kind of came and went. Yeah. I thought. I think I, I think I only thought that because I read your review yeah. where you talk about something yeah. more. I noticed it more. Uh, you know, more, more yeah. uh, but the uh, but uh, I really like um, uh, the two, my two favorite performances in this movie were uh, or, or people I most enjoyed seeing were Clancy Brown as Bob McNamara love Clancy Brown and Taylor Nichols as uh, as as um, Sorensen Ted Sorensen Whit Stillman who is uh, a Whit Stillman regular and uh, and I and he and he he I mean like he he's I wouldn't say he's like a great character actor but he he has this kind of. Uh, he has this kind of like joviality and like to matter of factness and to the pointness about him that that really drives home kind of the I mean really the grotesque way the, the yeah. Kennedys handled yeah. this yeah. situation. Yeah. I, I love Clancy Brown, uh, I'll, who many of us will remember from Shawshank Redemption because Shawshank Redemption, he was sure. uh, the head uh, corrections officer. Terrible, a terrible like, guy, yeah. and he's kind of a hulking figure still. I mean, he's, he's huge. He's huge. He's and, an enormous and man. And I don't, yeah. I, you know, I don't think McNamara was that yeah. it's sort of in the Oliver Stone school yeah. of uh, Paul Servino as Henry yeah. Kissinger yeah. these giant hulking figures but good performance great performance and, and know, he's also the Kurgan in Highlander ah he was the he was the villain in Highlander okay and the other thing I was going to say was the, the the guy who plays the chief of police uh, in the movie Chappaquiddick John Fiore who I said why do I know that he's like so familiar mm-hmm. and he many years ago he was Gigi on The Sopranos yeah. remember that yeah, 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 you remember yeah, how yeah. Gigi died no how, on, on the John oh that's right that's right <laughs> and, yeah. and thereby allowing yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know uh, uh, Joy Pants to right. become the next captain uh, I actually you know I did tell you this I met Ted Kennedy oh really yes I was in high school and I was so I did one of those stupid sort of nerd weeks in Washington. Oh, yeah, sure. And you could take your school would let you go out. So this was oh, like yeah. spring or fall. It was like maybe fall of eighty nine or spring of nineteen ninety. I think it was fall of eighty nine. Um, and so I go to the, and I had not really been to Washington before. I was there when I was like in third grade. So I come over there, and they, you know, at some point everyone gets to meet their member of Congress, whoever that is. So I was on my way to meet Frank Pallone, who I had no idea who he was at the time. I didn't know if he was Democrat or Republican. I think I called him Senator, but of course he was a congressman. Um, and he's been redistricted since. I, that's how little I knew. And I remember because you'd go to the wherever Cannon House office building, and I remember. The rows and rows of dark wooden phone booths that they had for the reporters and people to use that, which I don't know if it's there anymore. But on my way there, I was alone. I had my suit 
and uh, my name tag from National Young Leaders Conference. Oh, yeah. Yes. NYLC. NYLC. It was terrible. I definitely uh, did not uh, do that. It was awful. And uh, anyway, so I have my name tag, and I'm walking alone. And this is before, I mean, it was, you know, you could easily roam around the Capitol back then, back in 89. And and I look up on the sidewalk and coming right towards me is Ted Kennedy, alone, alone. He was without anybody. And I was without, there was nobody around. Did you scream murderer? I know, it was Adam. very strange because I, I, I just looked at him and said, oh my gosh, he, I knew. I knew Ted uh, Kennedy, him yeah. I knew. So uh, it just happened, sort of like in uh, Frost Nixon with James Reston where the hand just comes out. And I just said, hi, Senator, you know, and he shook my hand. And he, he obviously saw the name tag on my jacket. He's like, ah, welcome to Washington. And then he was on his way. He was wearing a double-breasted suit because that's what he did. And he looked uh, like a giant block. Yeah, well, he's a big man. He's a big man. And I shook his hand. I had no idea I was shaking hands with a murderer. Murderer. Killer. Okay. Like, yeah, well, I'm sure it was fine. <laughs>